You're listening to the Better Health Podcast with April, a platform dedicated to coaching women in areas of health, lifestyle, and legacy by speaking with leading health and wealth experts and with the goal to inspire women to thrive in their lives today and in the future. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to Better Health with April. On today's show, I am speaking with Julie Ka'anapu, who has over 20 years in the health industry, and she helps women prepare for and handle menopause gracefully. And so I'm looking really forward to this topic today. It's all about, you know, how environment, the environment can impact our hormones and how we can optimize our hormones, knowing all the circumstances around us. So welcome to the show, Julie. Oh, thank you so much, April. It's definitely an honor and pleasure to be on here. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. So to start us off and get us used to and warmed up, where are you from and what was your childhood and family like in regards to health? Oh, gosh. Um, Well, I was born and raised actually in Oregon. Um, I'm a true diehard duck fan, a graduate of Oregon. Um, My childhood uh, growing up in health, gosh, my dad (laughs) was very active. Um, He treated, I just have an older brother, sibling, and he was definitely not um, very thankful of it, gender kind of specific on Mm whose roles should do what. So Mm, very young age, I'm chopping wood and and, (laughs) mowing the lawn and um, hunting or, you know, taking Mm -hmm. guns, whatever my dad's doing. This sounds a lot like me. (laughs) I was very involved with sports. Um, Mm -hmm. You named it. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So you definitely were um, a tougher girl growing up. I remember I was the same way where my dad, he always wanted sons and, um, he didn't get any sons. He got two daughters and then one later on in life as well. And so we, we were stacking wood, we were hunting, you know, doing all the tomboy type of stuff. (laughs) Yes. I remember I got called into the principal's office in fifth grade because I was playing football. Oh Um, man. And girls weren't supposed to football so I was upset with that. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Man, I would what still do it in heels if I could. It's very <laughs> Oh yeah. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Um so then what ended up getting you into the health sphere? Oh sure. You know I was always fascinated with anatomy and um I have a sports med degree, undergrad mm. degree, physical therapy for a little bit. So I've always been involved and interested in different parameters, but really what got me into more hormones and health coaching and the idea of how food can change mm-hmm. every single piece of food we eat has a hormonal response was really when mm-hmm. I was working across the country with different providers and one had asked me, he's like, Julie, what are doctors doing with other about hormones? You know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and he's like, well, conventional methods, you know, I'm trying pills, creams, patches, and I'm not getting the outcomes I want and neither are my patients. I was just curious, you know, I was working mm-hmm. with doctors at the time. So it really put me on a mission of education. I'm not a person who um, just will settle for, eh, you know, I, I want to know, I want to find yeah. out. So we researched a lot and I came across hormones and different modalities of delivery mm-hmm. of pellets and how long bioidenticals have been around um, and been used by different countries, mm-hmm. five different continents, you know, around the world. Um, mm-hmm. Way before pharmaceutical came in and had synthetics, yeah. the differences between them. And anyway, long story short, I came across two very reputable worldwide organizations that are mm-hmm. teaching other doctors how to do this. Wow. 
And I just thought it was fascinating. It was like that missing piece hmm. not only for my experiences as I was aging, yep. um, you know, being in my mid forties now creeping to the, to the fifties. <laughs> and, um, I just, I dove in and hmm. I've learned from world renowned providers and I still continue to work with uh, providers across the country trying to teach and, uh, them and their staff on mm. how to educate more patients. So mm. it's really just been a complete passion of mine. It was kind of that, that mm. missing piece. So kind of went from not knowing really anything on the hormone side mm. to really understanding much more than uh, a majority. So it's wow. been a real blessing and passion. Yeah, totally. I, I hear you where a few years ago, I started looking into hormones and realized, wow, like it affects, you know, our exercise, our food, and, you know, our mood is over the course of 28 days is so different compared to, you know, what it was last week and how we can optimize it knowing that versus fighting it. Um, and, you know, I'm sure you being athletic and myself, you know, liking to work out and everything, you definitely had to probably tweak a lot of that um, once you were learning and diving into the research. Sure. And just how, um, how hormones play a role of our age. I think mm -hmm. me, I know most associate as well needing hormones, not until we hit menopause mm -hmm. and our hormones can start to decline way before that, mm -hmm. but it's which hormones. Um, and typically, you know, after a couple of pregnancy cycles and women are in our twenties, mm -hmm. that's when they start to decline. We really start to feel it in our thirties and we're thinking, Oh, just getting older, not a, you know, spring yeah. chicken anymore. And, mm -hmm really when you can optimize and replace what you just lost, the exact same thing, mm -hmm. you can reduce so many of those symptoms of aging, like fatigue mm -hmm. and sleep and joint pain and moods and irritability, depression, anxiety, mm -hmm. um, visceral fat, muscle mass, you know, joint pain, um, so many benefits without mm -hmm. the side effects, which is really, Definitely. really yeah. And for people listening, it's like, oh, menopause, like I'm in my twenties. Like, I don't need to really know about this until years down the road. Well, I'm in my twenties as well. And hearing that you say we start to decline in our twenties, it's like, okay, well, I want to optimize and prepare for menopause now so that when I do hit it, it's not like, oh my goodness, it's absolutely horrible. And I'm experiencing really bad side effects of it. We can start now and take responsibility beginning today. That's yeah. right. It's a very preventative medicine. So mm. for those who are not interested in preventative and want to wait, then it's not, this isn't for you. Um, but for those who do want to take a proactive mm. approach and be preventative in healthy aging, then this is definitely a key piece that you would want mm. to take. Definitely. So let's dive into like toxins and our habits. I mean, this has a huge effect on our bodies, our hormones, specifically with women. So can you dive into that and talk about certain toxins and um, the impact they have? Sure. Yes. So yeah, main three main things that I talk about in one of my cleanses I do is talk how to get rid of toxins is number one and what role they play. So our environment, you know, if you look back in the thirties versus today, we pump in over 80,000 close chemicals every mm. single year into our environment, into our water, our soil, which ends up in our food. It's just inevitable right. that we're not exposed to it. And taking some of the toxin courses that I have, it's almost like I wish I didn't know. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, everything, you know, I mean, think about it, the average woman that wears makeup, of course, mm -hmm. I'm very uh, much of a makeup person. Yeah. We have an average of 144 chemicals that we wow. use in the morning before we even leave the house. 
So it's inevitable. Obviously, it's in our drinking water. Um, the less plastics, of course, we can use, the sunscreens, the the fragrances, the hand soaps, the sanitizer, you know, how much are we using that this time? <laughs> yeah. food, you know, it's everywhere. Yeah. So what that does to our bodies, they have what's called an endocrine disrupting compound, or mm -hmm. they are endocrine disrupting compounds, EDC, mm -hmm. and they can act like estrogen. So mm -hmm. I'm sure everyone has heard of that term estrogen dominance. Yeah. I prefer not to use that because it's not estrogen. Mm -hmm that we're dominant, it's just acting like, it's attaching to that same receptor site, but it's not doing the good that estrogen does. It gives estrogen mm -hmm. a bad rep, a bad name, and estrogen has over 400 functions in our body. Yeah. Women need it for sure, men need it. Um, but so these endocrine disruptors or xenoestrogens, if they want to call it, yeah. um, can act like it, but then they get stuck mm -hmm. and they have these kind of side effects. So mm -hmm. xeno just, it means alien right? It's an alien form to our bodies. And when we have too much abundance, our liver is our, one of our best friends. We need to take care of it. We need to, you know, acknowledge it um, and do what we can to help, help the liver cleanse. That's what it's doing. It's filtering mm -hmm. out. And one of the things that I like to use as an analogy is I loved, I love Lucy. I walked, mm -hmm. you know, grew up watching it, kind of dating myself. Anyone who knows I love Lucy, one of my favorite episodes <laughs> was with her and, and Therma were working in the chocolate factory and they were on the belt, you know, the belt chocolates going by and they take a chocolate and they put it in the little cup and they put it in the tray, pick up another piece of chocolate, right? The belt's mm -hmm. going smooth. The chocolates dispersed, you know, evenly all is happy with the world. If you can think of it, that's the liver filtering out. Mm -hmm. But then the belt starts to speed up and the chocolate's even more consistent. You know, it's not dispersed as much. So now she is trying to keep up and can't and then start stuffing chocolate down her shirt in her <laughs> mouth, you know, and she's overloaded. And that's similar to our, our, um, our liver. It gets overloaded. Mm -hmm. And when it is overloaded and it can't filter through, then it starts storing more in the fat. It's mm -hmm. harder to lose. Um, so really being able to filter through as much as we can. So how do we do that? Well, mm -hmm. two main ways. One, try to eliminate as many toxins as we can. Mm -hmm. um, try not to drink out of plastic bottles, right? Use something that's metal. Um, mm -hmm. Trying to eliminate some of the products that we use using the water mm -hmm. filtration system if you can. And mm -hmm. there's two main things that found it so difficult when we're looking at, if you're one that looks at ingredients, right? Yeah. What, type of, what type of toxins? So there's so many. And then these companies, when one is supposed to be only maybe allowed 20% or whatever it is, mm -hmm. it has the most lenient amounts of allowing chemicals in our foods and products. But um, they start switching the names, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the same chemical or they add a different compound and it becomes something worse. But mm -hmm. two names, if you're looking in ingredients and half of them we can hardly pronounce, right? <laughs> but if you can eliminate anything that starts with a B-E-N-Z, Benz, mm -hmm. uh, anything with the word Benz in it or Fen, P-H-E-N, mm -hmm. those two things, Fen or Benz, Benz eliminate those products, mm -hmm. it's a big help. Um, and then the other thing is to sweat, sweat and exercise. Mm -hmm. That is how we can eliminate a lot of those toxins. Um, mm -hmm. So it comes down to putting in a little work. There's no easy <laughs> you know, button, but um, sweating a good amount at least three times a week um, mm -hmm. will help.
process allow those toxins. Mm. Wow, lots of good content there. Great examples too. I love that analogy you use with the I Love Lucy. And I mean, I love chocolate, so you had me right away when you said that. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so, lover to another. Yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so, Zen and Fen. And then also thinking about sweating. You know, a lot of people may struggle with that and actually detoxing properly due to their genetics. So, you know, that is super crucial sweating it out, going in a sauna, um, working out. Yeah, you have to put in a little work and a little time, but your health is worth it if you want to later on in life um, be present and not, you know, hung up because of your health. So um, it's definitely worth it. And do you think this has to tie to a lot of the obesity and disease that we have here um, in America and the all-time high that it's at? Absolutely. I, I firmly believe that. And the, the rates of obesity, if you look back just in the 70s, um, there wasn't a lot of obesity cancer was not a common name or word that we heard. It was very um, limited, I guess, to what yeah. we heard and who people were, were experiencing. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, we went from cancer, from breast cancer, for example, one in 27 to one in seven. Wow. Um, childhood obesity is up dramatically. Um, mm -hmm. There's a great, um, I've got lots of books if anybody wants one, but um, uh, Dr. J, he did um, the Esther Generation and mm. talked about how these endocrine disrupting compounds, right? These mm -hmm. toxins are even passed through the womb and into these babies. Um, babies being born, they already have levels above the what should be allowed or requirement um, in their bloodstream. So it's they're given a short straw, mm. you know, a short stick yeah. to begin with. So absolutely, if we can. Mm cut back a little bit of the toxins, I think we'll be much better off. Wow. Yeah. I, I completely agree because, you know, you think like fake synthetic estrogen, like that's going to pack the pounds on your gut and do a lot more disruption than good because it's synthetic to begin with. So whenever we put something in our body that's fake and actually not natural, you can expect that something is going to happen and not a positive, right. positive thing. Right. Um, and just you had stated the really key difference between kind of like a, a bioidentical or what I like to mm -hmm. say identical hormone yeah. and a synthetic is a really kind of like a, a lock and key function. Mm -hmm. So if you've ever tried to put the wrong key in your car ignition back when mm -hmm. we had keys <laughs> and it won't fit in there, but it won't turn the car mm -hmm. on and now it's stuck and you kind of freak out a little bit. Mm -hmm. That is kind of like a synthetic. It follows along and attaches to the receptor site. Mm -hmm. It can help with some symptom relief, but it does not unlock the full benefits. And now it's stuck and your body doesn't know what or how to metabolize it or get rid of it. Therefore you've got those side effects. Wow. Whether a human identical or a bioidentical is the right key to the car, it fits to the receptor site, can unleash the full benefits, and knows how to metabolize it. Mm. So a big difference to give your body something your body's already had since being in the womb to yeah. a foreign, something that's foreign, right? Zen mm -hmm. meaning, um, whether it's a, a synthetic hormone to replace um, you know, hormone therapy or even these uh, endocrine disrupting compounds. Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. A lot of complicated stuff. And for people that are like, Oh my goodness, I've just heard about this. All those books that you had mentioned and, and know you'll give me the links and all the information that I'll put in the show notes. So yeah, for all the book readers, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I know I'll be 
reading those for sure. Um, so let's talk about like old habits then. And how does this tie to maybe toxins and um, our weight and our hormones? Sure. Um, well, I don't know if habits necessarily tie into toxins so much versus mm -hmm. how we handle our habits, right? Mm -hmm. um, the one thing I think with habits, it comes a mindset. You know, to mm -hmm. me, how do we break or change these habits? Mm -hmm. um, one, it's a mind shift. Mm -hmm. me, I, I believe firmly that the power of your language and self-talk mm -hmm. is basically end all, you know, where you want to go, where you focus, energy flows, where you focus is what you will find. And there was even in middle school, you know, back as 13, I roll, you know, there was a motto <laughs> that they had talked about for our school is if you think you can or think you can't, oh, right. Mm -hmm. And of course, an eye roll back then, but now I find myself <laughs> saying that to my kids all the time. And I feel it's so true. So mm -hmm. um, a mindset is one, right? If mm -hmm. you can't, think you can't, you're right. Um, our body, our minds will always find a way to an open-ended question. So mm -hmm. start asking yourself better questions. For mm -hmm. example, instead of saying, why can't I lose this weight? Well, your body's going to fill in that answer. Well, it's because I'm a pig. I'm lazy. I'm fat. Mm -hmm. I'm a slob. Whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. If you change your question, instead of asking, why can't I lose this weight? Ask yourself, how can I lose this mm -hmm. weight? then your mind starts filling in those answers. Well, I could exercise, I could eat more vegetables, I could drink more water, I could, you know, all mm -hmm. of these things start coming to play. So change mm -hmm. your question, your mindset, um, and then realize that former habits aren't mm -hmm. all bad habits. I don't like labeling something bad or good. Mm -hmm. Because for one, if you say, oh, I, I have a bad habit eating sugar. Well. Mm -hmm. If you tell me I can't have sugar, I'm the first person to say, watch me, right? <laughs> it's all about balance, right? And if you tell me I can't have something, most of us are going to say, yeah, watch me. Mm -hmm. So I don't believe in also saying you can't have this lifestyle or that lifestyle. we got to mm -hmm. find a way to merge it that's best for you. Mm -hmm. It's all about the individual. So going back to finding out why you had the habits in the first place, bad or good, and we're going to use that term, mm -hmm. but it served a purpose right? You've got to become more aware, asking yourself better questions on why am I always going towards the fridge? What other things is my body, my mind, my soul, whatever needing at this time? Mm -hmm. Because if you look at, oh gosh, a different client of mine had a really hard uh, childhood, you know, mm -hmm. dad wasn't around, um, kind of that daddy issue, if you want to mm -hmm. claim that. And always, you know, went to the fridge when he didn't show up for her birthday or, mm -hmm. you know, said a present was coming in the mail and it didn't. So all always around her birthday and those holidays, she found herself mm -hmm. kind of going to the fridge to self-soothe, right? So it served a purpose. It made her feel better at the time, mm -hmm. but the outcome wasn't what she wanted. So becoming aware, she realized we went back to that timeline and found out, okay, these are the times where I find myself don't going towards the fridge more often than not, or feel like my body needs something more. So started to ask her, well, what else could we do to soothe that feeling, that thought, that blank, that space that needed, you know, that void that needed to be filled. And she thought of the things, it wasn't me, right? She thought of the things, okay, well, I could do this instead, or those other options. So again, just to recap, their mindset, answering or asking ourselves better questions, 
how we can do something we want instead of how it can't, mm. why aren't we? Um, and then recognizing that those past habits did serve us purpose and we want mm. to thank them <laughs> for being there at the time. Um, but we're going to shift to a, a different habit that gives us the mm. outcome. Wow. Yeah. I mean, habits in our mindset, it's, it's a crazy complicated setup, but if it's not as complicated as you may think where someone may be overeating, but it's like they're filling a void that was missing maybe as they grew up, like you were saying, um, the woman, she struggled with, you know, not having a reliable father figure in her life. And so to fill that void, she eats. And so it's very interesting how we have to look at our like habits and think, okay, what am I filling here? What void what am I missing in my life that I'm replacing with food? So very fascinating. Um, Now thinking about like how, you know, toxins have an effect on our metabolism and how we age and later on hit menopause. um, Our metabolism definitely does change and our hormones change. So why is it harder to lose weight as we get older? Sure. Well, it could be a variable, you know, of (laughs) different factors, but uh, one to kind of hone in on, if, if we're talking about hormones specifically, there's three, uh, four, five, <laughs> I guess, um, two, if we want to break it down, two main hormones that really, um, oh, I'll go with three, uh, main hormones that help with metabolism. And just if we're talking about fat, right? Mm-hmm. Fat loss, visceral fat, subcutaneous fat, burning fat, mm-hmm. and testosterone, um, estrogen or estradiol to be specific and thyroid mm-hmm. could say other hormones too, but we'll stick with those three. Those are yeah, our main keep it a little more simple. Mm-hmm. And when, um, women age, we start to lose our testosterone way before we start losing estrogen because most of us think of hormones and menopause and loss of estrogen. I mean, that's right. true, but we're forgetting almost 15 years prior to the early onsets of menopause, which starts a woman in her twenties, that Mm -hmm. testosterone starts to decline and a woman can lose up to 50% of their testosterone before age 40. Now, what does testosterone do? Well, it helps with sleep, visceral fat, muscle mass, um, anxiety, depression, moods, irritability, uh, so many benefits that we start to lose. And those are symptoms that we can have, you know, definitely in our thirties. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and huge on, on metabolism. So that visceral fat loss. Mm-hmm. Um, estrogen, when we do hit uh, menopause, mm-hmm. typically if you take a, a, an average, right, woman's hourglass figure, we have more of that, you know, fat mm-hmm. hanging or that um, dense in our hips. And a lot of times in menopause, you'll see that t- start to shrink, but it shoves up into our belly area. And it gets harder to lose that belly fat. And most of the time what's happening, again, variables are all over the place, but a lot of times we have three estrogens, a woman does, estrone, which is E1, estradiol, which is E2, and estriol, which is E3. Now E2 is our powerhouse. That is the dominant estrogen that's that's giving us the most benefit from bone health, um, heart health, uh, multiple things. So when we lose that, E2, that estradiol in menopause, our fat cells is part of our endocrine system and Mm -hmm. our fat produces estrone. And when we start losing that estradiol, that E2, our fat Mm -hmm. cells try to make up for that loss, Mm -hmm. starting to increase and start to give off more estrone to try to make up the estradiol because it can convert. And that's again, a little uh, 
technical there, but that's why those fat cells start to come in. When we are giving ourselves and we optimize correctly that estradiol, that E2, then those fat cells seems calm down again and the belly fat starts to go down and disperses back to our hips. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. estrogen menopause is very important when it comes to belly fat. Testosterone Mm -hmm. way before 40, that decline can definitely help with our menopause, uh, with uh, metabolism, um, visceral fat loss, which is the fat around our organs, which is mm-hmm. that unhealthy, extremely unhealthy fat, and um, bone health, right? Bones, ligaments, muscles, tendons, joints. And then the third mm-hmm. is thyroid. So I'm sure mm-hmm. everyone has heard notice of thyroid and metabolism. And one thing that I would get so frustrated with is a lot of my, my friends or family, they would go to their <laughs> provider and state, oh, no, they say my thyroid's normal. Hmm. There is no normal. One, what is normal? Your normal is not my normal. Plus, I don't want to be normal. I want to be optimal, right? Right. So when a couple of things, when it comes to thyroid, um, that definitely takes care of our metabolism, mm-hmm our temperature, right? Hold, cold, cold or hot, cold hands, cold feet, um, dry skin, brittle nails, thinning hair, constipation, outer eyebrows, thinning, uh, so many things that are actually very parallel with testosterone. But when someone says my thyroid was normal, what I mostly see is providers taking blood work and they're only looking at one thyroid hormone, which mm-hmm. isn't even actually thyroid hormone. It's a stimulating hormone. It stimulates the thyroid to produce the thyroid hormones, right? It stands for thyroid stimulating hormone. Mm. But we have two hormones that are uh, secreted from the thyroid, and that is T4 and Mm. T3. The majority of the hormone that's secreted from the thyroid is our T4. Now, what that does, the benefit, it gets through that blood-brain barrier, so it takes care of up, up here. If you care about anything below the neck, you need T3. That is what's getting at the cellular level. And we make very little T3. How we get the majority of our T3 is that T4 converts to T3. All the four and the three means Mm -hmm. it's an iodine molecule. So iodine is extremely important, especially with selenium and zinc right now. Um, But it comes along, it's this, uh, an enzyme that Mm -hmm. takes away an iodine molecule and turns it into T3. That's what gets into the cellular level for Mm. fat loss, temperature, heat temperature, thinning hair, brittle nails, constipation, dry skin, and all the things we really want to take care of. (laughs) Heart health, um, regularity. So when someone tells me my my thyroid is normal, but you don't feel normal, you know best. Um, I always think the human body is amazing and everybody's Mm -hmm different. So you are your best science project, right? You Mm -hmm. only know how you feel and how you feel is subjective. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you, no doctor can tell you your thyroid's normal. So this is where you feel your best. You're like, oh crap. (laughs) (laughs) Something's not right. You know know best. Don't, don't stand for that. You have Mm -hmm. the right to choose your doctor, to choose your care. And if they don't, aren't on board with you, that's okay. But you have every right to find a new doctor. Mm -hmm. So taking a look at that optimized thyroid and uh, a couple of tests, if, if you know, that free T3, that's that number you want to look at. So if a provider is not looking at your free T3, um, I would request it or find another provider. Mm. 
Wow. So many factors. And so thinking about how we can maintain our metabolism as best we can, because we know that, you know, eventually it will start slowing down as we age. How can we optimize and speed up our metabolism using, you know, maybe it's food, maybe there's certain supplements to optimize like the thyroid, like you were saying, testosterone and estradiol. Sure. So um, obviously getting rid of toxins is going to help. Exercise is a third and supplementation. So back to those toxins and getting in our soil and our food. If you take one bowl of spinach back in the 1930s, the iron content in that one bowl to equate it today, you would have to eat 12 bowls of spinach, (laughs) maybe even 13 now, um, to equal that same iron content. So when we used to say eat healthy, you would get all your vitamins and minerals that way because that's what we rely on food is for those vitamins and minerals. Um, God put on the earth for us to get, right? Whatever you believe Mm -hmm. in. Um, It's just not there anymore. We're not turning the soil over. um, The food is lacking it. And plus even organics, which of Mm. course organic as much as you can, there's a a clean 15, a dirty dozen. So it's kind of like, well, I can't afford everything organic. If you're a little more mindful on that, you can, there's a, a top 12 that I would avoid um, mm-hmm. unless it's organic. But being able to say just eat healthy isn't enough anymore unless you mm-hmm. have your own organic turned soil, you know, in your backyard. Um, mm-hmm. It's just not getting there. Plus, even when we eat organic in the store, those vegetables are being pulled off the vine way before they're ripening because they're on the truck to get to the store and then they sit there for a few days. And that's mm-hmm. when the majority of those vitamins and minerals get into that, um, that food source is that last right. spot, you know, spot, spot too. So, so it's just not in our food anymore. So supplementation. Um, there's so many um, <laughs> supplements that are so good for us that are lacking in our food. But um, for especially this time of, of age or this, this time that we're going through right now, vitamin D, you know, I know that's not really in our food so much, um, mm-hmm. but we usually get that from the sun. We're putting a sunscreen on, we're in <laughs> lights all the time, but vitamin D when optimized um, has a, a apoptotic effect. And what that means is it can kill cancer cells in vitro and in vitro and in vivo. So outside and inside the body, it's been shown to do that. And a lot of us barely have a normal, again, not optimal vitamin D level. Um, studies have shown when your vitamin D levels are around 70 and 80, that's where it has that apoptotic effect and a viral um, mm-hmm. effect. Um, other great nutraceuticals is just probiotics, you know, helping your gut, um, iodine with selenium and zinc to help that thyroid conversion. Um, a methylation, a, a combination of a, B, a vitamin B with a methylated um, version to be able to um, convert again into that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I could go on and on, but those oh, are yeah. tops. <laughs> of course, getting to a provider who either sells a high grade um, nutraceutical in their clinic or knows of one. Um, I, I, I love Costco. I love <laughs> but I will not buy my nutraceuticals there. Um, just because mm-hmm. you don't know what you're getting in there. You can get added extra gunk. Um, mm-hmm. you don't want and the amount that you're supposed to be getting a lot of times isn't in there either. Mm-hmm. A lot of absorbability stuff. So. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. Lots of content. And before we do start to wrap things up, 
how do you advise people to eat like in women specifically what's the best method to do that sure and again i hate to be a political answer but i believe everybody is our own individual and mm -hmm. that's where a lot of past diets have failed us right and i was mm -hmm. uh you know early 90s of college going through that um remember that was no fat mm, <laughs> everything was like no fat, yep. but it was sugar right i tried yep. that you know obviously i've been through all that so <laughs> um, i have something that's called just your magic plate and mm. after going through um, my clients i've taken them through one of my cleanses is finding out um first you got to eliminate and then mm -hmm. find out what is triggering maybe a sensitivity, which doesn't mean an allergy to it, but just your body mm -hmm. is well. Because there's healthy foods that may not be healthy for everybody though. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, I had a client who was um, working with me and we were discussing things. She's like, gosh, I'm so gassy. And she was seeing a trainer at the time too. And the trainer was giving her a meal plan. She was trying and she came back to me and, and I said, well, let me take a look at what are you, what are you eating? Right. And she was eating asparagus almost every day. And asparagus is a great food. Totally. But for her, when she eliminated that, all that gassiness went away. So mm -hmm. she was eating too much. Um, so really it comes down to starting with an elimination mm -hmm. and implementing back in certain foods that is going to find what's going to be best and work best for you. So right. um, finding that, what I call it, magic plate, for that specific person, how much protein, the different sources of proteins, a plant protein, animal protein, um, amount of fats, carbs, of course, and uh, you know your vegetable intake. So it's kind of a political answer, sorry, mm -hmm. but starting with elimination, implementing back in what's going to work best for you, um, and then again, you're your best science project. So you got to exactly. figure it out. Yeah, I, I'm glad that you did address it in that way, where it's like um, health is very personalized, and it's not like a one size fits all deal. Like for example, like I have my genetics like tested and everything. And most people think, oh, like cauliflower, you know, cauliflower rice and cauliflower that, um, things with high sulfur content, like um, even like cabbage. I, yeah, those are great and they can have great benefits, but I have a hard time detoxing sulfur. So I would get gassy from like cauliflower specifically. And so that's, it's doing more harm than good. And, you know, you can tweak it to where you can like optimize your sulfur intake with certain supplements, but you know, that's just kind of a specific of how like, yeah, like a lot of people think that cauliflower is so awesome, but you know, it could be hindering you based on your own body, your own health right. blueprint in a way. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Totally yep. Totally. So like to start wrapping us up, do you have any key takeaways that you would love to give to listeners right now? And I know before the end, I do want to tell everyone that there's some awesome deals that we're going to be having that we'll explain later. But um, for right now, just some key takeaways. Oh, gosh. Um, takeaways, I would say one, um, your mindset. You know, what do you want? Um, your self-talk, keep it positive, change your questions. You know, not why am I not or why can't I change it to how can I? Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, when or how, how can I, you know, fill in the blank. Um, toxins, I would try to eliminate as much as you can. Just being more aware, looking at those labels, you know, avoid the fen or the bends in mm -hmm. any word of any, <laughs> any ingredient. Um, and also red dyes, no red dyes. Don't give those kiddos that red Kool-Aid, the red sugar, the red dyes are horrible. Um, 
find a provider who's willing to work with you on looking at the right tests for bioidentical hormones. Um, you can find a great provider nationwide under bioteammedical.com mm. or worldlinkmedical.com. Okay. Um, they have extensive, extensive training and understand optimal is not normal, right? Mm. Normal, optimal. And then also that you're your best science project. So be willing to be preventative if you're wanting to, but also proactive. And that means figuring out little steps along the way, because these big advertisements of certain foods and ketos and all of this, they all work at one point in time, but not long-term and not for everybody. One size fits all approach is not going to work. So you're an individual, work with a provider or a coach or whomever that understands that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think you'll be much better off and much happier. Mm, great takeaways. Awesome takeaways. And I'll, I'll link those websites in the show notes as well for those interested in um, checking those out. Um, so now, before we hear about the awesome Black Friday special that you have, we have the rapid fire questions. So right. first off, I would love to know, Julie, who is the most influential woman in your life? And they could be living or they could be past already. Oh, gosh. <laughs> bringing this one most influential woman um i don't know if i can pinpoint one person i think there's so many women um across kind of history who have laid that platform of empowering women um mm -hmm. we can do anything but i also feel that women almost put too much on our plates you know mm -hmm. we feel like we have to do everything um, you know, never see, never let them see you sweat while you're doing it. So, um, I think each individual woman, um, she gives herself a little more credit. You know, they deserve to feel their best. They deserve to be taken care of. Um, but my mom, my mom's a great example, mm. you know, love her to death. Um, she is the most positive person, um, I think I've ever met. <laughs> wow. So that positivity mindset. Yeah. Mm. And it definitely reflects on you as well. So, <laughs> Um, what is your favorite food? Oh gosh. Um, I don't know many foods I don't like. <laughs> Ditto. We can relate uh, there. <laughs> I, I, I'm married into a Hawaiian family, so oh, teriyaki, wow. chicken and rice is a staple. Mm. Um, vegetable medleys, um, I, I really, I, I like it all. I love sushi. Mm. Um, there's not much I don't like. And my, uh -huh. my devilish pleasure is chocolate for sure. Oh. 100% dark chocolate all the way. <laughs> Which awesome. great chocolate that is no added sugars, no chemicals, mm. no nothing else is Hue. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Oh my goodness. I love Hue. Yeah. I have no relationship with them, but amazing. Tastes absolutely amazing and actually really good for you. Mm. Yeah. Totally. They use like raw cacao in a lot of it. And I love their gems. It's kind of like chocolate chips, but a little bit bigger, man. Like just a few of those. It's the most satisfying yeah, thing. Yeah, a glass of wine. Wine. See, I love wine. Oh. We can't say no. Um, mm -hmm. But finding out, I found a great wine that is all mm. organic and doubly tested. So perfect. Give you that information too. <laughs> awesome. Let's just. We're just gonna have to have a meal together, Julie. <laughs> um, all right. Next question. Are you past, present, or future thinker? Ooh, I'm. I love history. I love what's in the now, but I'm definitely futuristic kind of thought, you know, what if and how could we and those types of thoughts. So yeah. what, what's next? I kind mm. of tend toward that era. Yeah. 
and definitely using like the past to like discern the what ifs, you know? So mm -hmm. I see that the tie there for sure. Um, your favorite tra travel destination or your dream destination? Oh gosh. Um, favorite travel destination. Um, we go to Hawaii, you know, everyone's, I work in Hawaii every once in a while, but also families over there and how can we not love beaches in Hawaii oh, and yep. multiple different little islands to do. So I would say, uh, mm, beautiful. Uh, it's definitely on my bucket list. <laughs> and then if you had any unlimited funds, what health gadgets and tools would you end up buying? Health gadgets or tools would I buy? Um, I don't think I would buy any health gadgets or tools. Mm. I think all we need is really up here in our brains and mm. resources. So I think if I had unlimited resources, I would probably fund um, just additional studies to prove out into the world mm. the beliefs between all the harm on synthetic hormones and actually all the benefits of bioidentical hormones, not just the feel-good benefits. You know, like mm. I talked about fatigue, yeah. belly fat, irritability, minds you know, hot flashes, night sweats, um, anxiety, depression, but the preventative disease states that mm -hmm. optimized hormones have, and that's brain, bone, heart, breast, and actually post prostate. We have seen mm -hmm. reductions in Alzheimer's disease and dementia. We have seen mm -hmm. reductions in heart disease, number one killer in America for men and women. We see huge reductions of breast cancer and reoccurrence. Mm -hmm. We see actual reversals of osteopenia and osteoporosis, which is another top 10 killer in America, mm -hmm. and reductions in um, prostate cancer and or severity of it. So mm -hmm. I think that's where my, my funds would go with all the wonderful mm -hmm. doctors that I've been blessed to work with um, wow. around the country. So Wow. What a, what a great answer. I love it. Very well-rounded. So now leading into how can listeners connect with you and then what deals do you have going on? This is awesome. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. So they can, anyone can visit my website, prohealthshare.com. And I have an online community right now that's, or a, a program that's going to launch in the beginning of the next year, figure out for mm -hmm. the holidays. I just finished one. Um, and it's my lose belly fat cleanse. And mm -hmm. it is, um, you're, you have a link, um, that we'll mm -hmm. put some notes for you. You guys get an automatic 10% off. Um, but I am going to, during the week of Thanksgiving, have a Black Friday sale. You can put a coupon code in, um, BF2020 for Black Friday 2020 or Best Friend 2020, because if you and a friend sign up, it's almost two for one. So what that does is it's a, a three week or over 21 days of a cleanse. You get a personal HIPAA compliant app that we can talk one-on-one -on -one with. Um, you'll get a cleanse packet as well as your starter guidebook. We do mm -hmm. four coaching group calls on Zoom, taking Q and A's, um, discussing a preparation, what to expect, what's gonna go on. Um, the first week is elimination, and we talk about mm -hmm. what to eat, what not to eat, uh, cleansing activities, recipes, shopping guides. Um, and then the third week is a reintroduction, right? So mm. now we're introducing certain foods to see what your individual body, how yeah. it's um, affecting or I guess reflecting um, <laughs> from um, different foods that you're reintroducing. Mm. And then that last week, okay, what well, I'm gonna go forward. Now that we're starting to create these healthier habits, we figured out a little bit more what our magic plate is. Mm -hmm. How can we set this up for long-term healthy habits that last? and what that looks like for you as an individual. 
Wow. So that's really fun and exciting. Um, doing, again, it's an additional 20% off on that Black Friday um, for you and a uh, you and a buddy if you'd like. So you can go to ProHealthShare.com and uh, sign up there. Um, but the week of uh, Black Friday, week of Thanksgiving, um, that we will have uh, that additional coupon code ready and available for you. Mm. That's perfect. It's perfect for timing with the holidays coming and everything as well. And then having an accountability partner, you know, it's always better when you're, you know, with someone going through it that you know and you can trust. So you're, you're shopping yeah. with, you try on the jeans and you exactly. both hey, try on clothes. So you go to Cinnabon instead, you know. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Come do the cleanse together. And what I do also, so we have interactions on that specific app and I also give away $100 to the wow. person um it's a, it's a drawing but they have a chance to win hundred dollars so awesome. wow so awesome and an app like what better way you have it right there on your phone like you don't need to log in anywhere you have a lot of a lot of the content right there in your hand so wow very nice awesome it was such a pleasure julie thank you so much for being on i know listeners are going to take away so many points from this so i really appreciate you joining Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And I'll leave you with this. You know, I, I definitely believe with all the experience and what I've learned now that mm -hmm. the symptoms of aging doesn't have to always be a medicine with secondary, you know, these side mm -hmm. effects. You know, when we are poor sleep, you know, I believe mm -hmm. that poor sleep is not a Lunesta deficiency. <laughs> you know, when we have anxiety and stress more so now than ever, we're not Prozac deficient. Um, and when we have excess weight or uh, belly fat, you know, we're not um, a, a delinquent on phenamine, you know, our mm. bodies run out. <laughs> so I definitely believe that everybody has the right to feel their best, um, to age their, health, their healthiest, and to know how to do that. So mm. I really hope everyone got a little something out of this they can take away and have a healthier and happier holiday too. Mm. Wow. Totally an, a really amazing takeaway. So thank you, Julie. Thank you so much, April. Appreciate it.